This podcast is brought to you by Cash App, the easiest way to send, spend, save, and invest. Cash App helps you connect effortlessly with your finances and with your people. And if you ask me, that's money, bro. So in the spirit of things that are money, here's how DJ Them Jeans stays connected with his people. Cash App helps me connect effortlessly with my finances as well as my fiance. So yesterday, she gave me a ride to the Sweet Green event at the Flamingo Estates. As we're beginning to move our lives together, both uh, in love and as well as fiscally, um, we have a shared credit card. So, you know, it can get a little tricky with who gets the Delta points yeah. on the Lyft account because, you know, that is a nice little kicker. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just to make sure it's not messy and just make sure it's kind of clean, uh, you know, at the end of the month for our financial advisors mm-hmm. or just use Cash App. So. She'll give me a ride, and depending on how bad this, the car smells and, you know, little things like that, like, I kind of like a fast driver, and she'll go a little slow in the turns, and mm-hmm. that's how you kind of go from a, a, a four-star to a three-star ride, mm-hmm. and that's how you kind of go from a, a $10 cash up to a $5, but this is how we learn. No, no, for sure, for sure. Whether you're sharing a perfect day with your, uh, with your fiancé, sending, spending, saving, investing, splitting, tipping, donating... And gifting, the number one finance app in the App Store is Cash App. That is fucking money as hell, bro. Download Cash App in the App Store or Google Play today. Add your cash tag to the 80 million and counting. How long gone is here? What's up, them jeans? Chris Black. We're coming to you live from Atlanta, the beautiful clermont lounge and hotel <laughs> down here on ponce that's right ponce on avenue um i'm just happy to be here jason it's been a beautiful weekend in the a chock full of activities the weather has been magnifique we were fearful of rain mm-hmm. and in the words of dj Khaled, god did mm-hmm. protected you yeah, I thought I thought motherfuckers talked about weather in California. No, bro, it's crazy. Wait well, till you get down here, bro. It's hurricane season. Mm-hmm. Put some respect on it, okay? <laughs> like if if Gulf Shores blows away, there's gonna be some problems. Look over here at the beautiful Claremont Hotel, Hotel Claremont. I think these things could take a uh, category eight, nine, mm-hmm. ten. You're saying because the the structure of the building is so strong, it's just so nice. The wall, if these walls could talk, they'd say, "Is that all you got?" Sure, Hank. Ida, Irma. So you're, so you're basically saying if if Hurricane Ida was smacking against those beautiful vintage brick walls, you would be kicking back, sipping an IPA, watching diners, drive-ins, and dives like nothing hap- is happening outside. Window crack, <laughs> half of a pre-roll going out the window, ashing on pants, doing my little thing. A, I, a steady loop of Guy Fieri, his big bites, his games, his diners. Ashing on pants is a good name for something. That's good. I like that. We'll, we'll put that in the hopper. But it's been a, it really has been an action packed weekend. Uh, Jason flew in on Friday, and um, I caught the blue eye, the Chris Black blue eye, <laughs> where I wake up at three a.m. and go to the airport at four. The blue eye is good. Look, you guys have heard me talk about this I before. You've heard I, me- I loved it. As long as you get a good night's sleep before, it's and, fine. And you you're doing a a trip that doesn't require much stress. Like I I had to pack for three days. Yeah, it's not that. Yeah, I know what you mean. And you just you you know you pack in ten minutes, throw in some shirts. You go to bed at nine. Wake you wake up. up at three. You got six hours of sleep, bro. It's, it's no problem. And then your flight is on time. Uh, you know, most likely your flight's usually always on. The Delta Lounge opens at four thirty a.m. Yeah, so you can get some bad eggs. No problem. <sighs> the eggs were bad, but I'm just happy to have a seat that's like comfortable, a place to put everything. Mm-hmm. 
And like you could leave all of your, you can just leave your laptop sitting out. No, the Delta Lounge is truly a place to sit your stuff down and not have to have somebody watch it. That's that's the main appeal mm-hmm. of the Delta Lounge. Like I can, I can afford Avion, thank God. Thank you to all our listeners. Mm-hmm. So I'm able to buy bottled water to consume it. And I could obviously tether, you know, for Wi-Fi purposes if I need to get it something up. Yeah. But if you're traveling solo, you don't want to ask your weird neighbor to watch your stuff while I pee. Yeah, I know. You have to, like, the person that you ask has to be either more wealthy or more attractive than you or else it, it ain't worth it. And luckily in our case, that's tough. In the Delta Lounge, it was not as tough for me. No, no, yeah, you're fine. You're the lowest rung. Versus- I found a hot 52-year-old Asian businesswoman who I was like, can you watch my shit? And she's like, eh, what's the point, you know? <laughs> Nobody's gonna want this. That, room, like, that remote is. I'm sorry. That's gear. plastic. Oh no, no, don't worry about it, sweetie. Oh, because <laughs> it's not metal. I just. I'm saying what she might have said. Oh damn. I disagree. I have both. Do I suck for not having? Is it a recyclable? Is it like is it a sustainability issue for you, or is it a broco thing? It's a broco thing. Uh, first of all, sustainability is never an issue for me. I mm. obviously am, am bullish on recycling, as well as that's what your chick said. As well as <laughs> as well as wearing. As well as wearing um, used clothing, so couldn't I'm, be me. I'm good. Shan't be me. But you. So we got Jason got here on Friday. He checked into the beautiful uh, hotel. Hotel Claremont. Claremont. I was greeted by uh, a full bottle of Casamigos tequila with my name on it. Bucket of ice. Two glasses. Oh, and I was. I finally cracked it right now. Once we got to. Once we got. Uh, you know, to mixing it up. Let my hair down. I'm, we're going to see your parents later, so I'm going to bring them a little tequila, see yeah. if I can get your dad drunk. I don't think that would be that hard. <laughs> but the the now the, the something, so this trip was planned because Jason and I, I mm-hmm. as discussed on the show, I'm here in Atlanta while we renovate our house in LA, so I'm, I'm, dis, I'm, I'm displaced, and Jason and I have been able to build IRL. We have these shows coming up, so we kind of need to sit down together and properly ideate on some stuff to to get our get our shit tight um writer's room the writer's room for these you know for these important uh you know fans that have bought tickets and support us tickets don't sale. we'll have some announcements later in the show Mm -hmm. but during the booking process um you know shout out to delta shout out to evan over over at the oliver hospitality group you know I i started to look at some other stuff on some of my other favorite websites. There's some other calendars you thought you'd take a look at. I just took a look at Ticketmaster.com, you know, just to check out because I'm seeing so many shows this week. I've been kind of on Ticketmaster, just checking dates, seeing who's around. Et Lil Nas X just played. I miss. I did miss Lil Nas X, and I'm I'm luckily not I feel paying. Like Pavement is playing in a different city every single day. That's what tour is. In you're right. Perpetuity. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I mean, for, they're 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 playing so many shows for how old they are. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Apparently, um, Bruce Springsteen did Born to Run with your with your Killers. I know that's pretty cool. But something popped up, and mm. I I texted Jason, and I was like, "Bro, for the culture, do we do it?" Do we go see Joe Rogan at the Fox Theater in Atlanta when you get here just to do it? And he responded swiftly with a yes. And then I entered no, it's in. It's a sacred clown tour. It's the sacred clown tour. I quickly I quickly entered in my information. I'm going to be I'm going to level with you guys. Mm-hmm. It costs $300 for two tickets. Total. With fees, of course. Um and and that don't count parking either. Parking was 50 because I tried to find the most expensive parking and I did, I think. You did, and that's crazy. I went to the Falcons game with my dad today, $20 parking. 
Yeah, that fifty dollar parking lot was it wasn't even good. Was probably four times worse than the one in Glendale. That's like two dollars an hour. You know, it's crazy. It was it was four floors now. But anyway, so we decided to go. Nasty. We went to Elmira first, so Jessica have some margaritas and kind of get ready for this. And you know, I we need to tell a story about what happened at Elmira as well. Oh yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. So before, yeah, that's true. So it's Let's five go chronologically. It's five p.m. Okay, not somewhere Chris it was dinner time it was 5 p.m it was dinner time the show started at 7 so we went to elmir early jason's having a couple margaritas and then we get up to leave for our listeners at home elmir is a mexican style cantina uh-huh. that's sort of built around cocaine dealing and using <laughs> yeah it's it looks awful um every you know when you go to like a like a max fish and like every millimeter of the bathroom stall is covered in graffiti yeah same vibe it's yeah. not as it's like it's clean but it's not super clean but try the tofu you know tell me what you think yeah you know it's a, it's if you're like, yeah if you're like a band bro and you want to like have some pint glass margaritas but it's a it's like a it's a legendary kind of atlanta spot and luckily in the neighborhood that it's in which is little five points which is now a shithole it's kind of just remained a stall it's like stayed there and not changed which mm-hmm. is Means yes, it's bad, but it's better than it would be if they tried to update it. Elmir let their roots go deep down. Exactly, deep down. Elmir bought some dirt and he he made <laughs> magic out of so it. We, and speaking of Lil Five Points, we did see a little shooter as well, <laughs> oh, didn't we? Shit. All right, so we're at our table. We're at our table enjoying it, and, and and we see a group of people that was I don't want to say mismatched, but it was an interesting. It was a motley crew of people whose only thing in common was we need to do some meth sooner than later. These people, the if these if all five of these people didn't have like tin foil in their backpacks, <laughs> mm-hmm. it was the weird. It was like a hot nineteen-year-old white chick in like a fake vintage shirt, mm-hmm. like a fat gamer with a goatee mm-hmm. and like a bang energy drink that he brought into the restaurant himself. But the star of the show was a little person. He looked like Gunplay, if Gunplay played in a sandbox. <laughs> so this guy is tiny, and then Jason's like... He was a tiny killer. Did I notice, or did you notice? I think I noticed. No, so... <laughs> no, no, no. I noticed him first, because I, we well, I was looking over there, and I was looking at one of their sweatshirts, and it said something crazy on it. It said the word frick Oh, that's it. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. <clears throat> and I was like, oh, someone's wearing a shirt that says the word frick on it with like a... Like a punny message, I, I forgot what it was exactly. And then sitting next to her was was gunplay, three foot tall gunplay. So little gunplay, and it's not just his namesake means more mm-hmm. than his resemblance to MMG legend. He had the sticky on him. He well, he had a, a face tattoo of an Uzi. That's right on his forehead, which is like okay, that's something. And then I was like, does he have a? like an extra clip in his pocket and you're like that's that the clips attached to something else <laughs> yes. and then later on we saw him earlier and he had a different gun this one was more of a uh-huh. kind of a khaki yeah um, it was the color of the tacoma that people have been shopping for it's a baby shit Sand. tacoma color yeah so he had multiple thingies on him and he was just standing on the street just hitting that backwoods and his buddy <laughs> tapped him on the shoulder and I was like, bro, move your shirt, cover up the piece. Yeah, he lifted his shirt up and then went to cover up his Kind of helped him, yeah. But there, it, I never get used to people who have open carry guns out in public. Like, obviously, like, 
I wasn't. I didn't think I, I was in danger at any moment. No, it's just weird. But it's just weird to see somebody like get Superman high, yeah. who has like yeah. three guns on them. Superman high when you're like the size of Superman's tibia <laughs> is not is is not like like I just think that guy's going to use that gun before a lot of people would because people do be trying him. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like exactly. that, he has it for a reason. I mean, and but I didn't feel like I was in danger at all. Sometimes, obviously, I'll, I'll feel very weird if you're like at Panera and they've got the AR strapped to their back, or like some lady who has a fucking assault rifle that's taller than her, you know, at the car wash or something. Mm-hmm. That shit, I fucking hate. This, Terrible. This felt like this guy actually needed it. Yeah, but because of bullies, not because he's really serious in the streets. Because like he gets bullied so much, he has to flash it every once in a while to let him know that he's really about it. Okay, so my <laughs> ops are bullies. <laughs> Tell me, show me the lie, dude. <laughs> this no, guy's it's just true. this guy's just smoking weed. He's got the hookah. He's playing his his twitch. Like he's not. I mean, if you if you go through life with such adversary, so so much strife to overcome yeah, as yeah. being a little person. I think and actually I think little people should be given licenses for weapons. Open carry. They deserve it. Let it rock. Honestly, do you know how mean people are? Like the like If you ask me, mean people suck. <laughs> Let Chiquita speak. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yo, when it comes to meanies, kill them all and let God sort them out. No, I agree with that. Shoot first, ask questions later. But so, any, anyway, it was fine. We we survived. It was no, merely an observation died. and then Jason tried to get a photo, but I think the tent maybe I got a photo, but I can't. Put, I can't post a photo on on social media. No, he like, will. He'll find you and he'll use that. Thing. Is there something funny about the, my? Appearance? It would actually be a really cool David and Goliath story if you got shot in like the foot, take one in the leg, by the non threatening, by the little person we saw Elmir with a gun on them, <laughs> and I'll be like, deserved it. You deserved it. Mm-hmm. It'll be a lot more rehab than you had to do for your little knee problem, though. <laughs> it's gonna suck. Uh, yeah, it'll be a one and done. If you got any oxy's laying around here, let me know. I might have some pain. I mean, there might be. Uh, Linda's flushed him. No, she vacuums too much. Um, So the uh, (laughs) so the so I'm so I'm two margs deep, pint size margs too. That's right. I went skinny, of course, but still. So we, I see my friend Matt, um, who has the has the brand factors. Just check out if you haven't. I see Matt sitting at the bar waiting on some food to go. I go up to talk to him and i'm like oh this is jason actually you know what let me go to the bathroom you guys talk amongst yourselves Mm -hmm. coffee talk i go of course there's some guy in like a no use for a name shirt waiting in line for the bathroom i fall in line behind him (laughs) and then i hear in my peripheral some some crosstalk jason's Mm -hmm. jason is sat down in a stool next to matt but there's a fellow on the other side of him and he's like Oh my my girl's sitting there, mm-hmm. and then I was like, "Oh well, my bad. I'll I'll get up when she comes," kind of thing. Uh huh. And then, <laughs> and then right in front of me is is my second margarita, which I I probably had like two inches left in the bottom of the Both. pint glass. I grab it and kind of take a swig off of it, and I I kind of go over to your friend Matt, and we're like, "Yeah, hey, what's going on?" Blah blah, blah mm-hmm. shooting the shit. And then the guy sitting next to me is like, actually, that that's my girl's my girl's drink. And I turned around and I was like, you know, it sounds like everything's all, all about your girlfriend right now. And he's like, well, you just sat in her seat and you just started drinking her drink out of nowhere. But I would like to say this guy's tone was kind of like, he wasn't even mad. He was just like, 
this guy is fucking crazy. Like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. Like, what is this? Is the most action I got all week. Yeah, this guy's lo- this guy's losing his shit. So I see here what's going on, and Jason doesn't. Jason's not processing that he's drinking this man's girlfriend's drink. He's like, oh, you're about to be like, yeah, fuck it, bro. Like, fuck off, bro. My my, the glass that I had just put down at our table had the same was yes. the same drink in the same glass with the same amount in it, and it was just sitting right in front of me. I was on the blue eye. I woke up at three. I was, you know, there's some edibles were taken somewhere over Minnesota or not Minnesota, New Mexico. I wasn't of sound mind. 100%. But then, but then, so I am in line for the bathroom. I'm like, I can't let Jason. He's digging a hole real yeah, fast. Yeah, Jason's digging a hole fast. Matt doesn't know what's going on. I'm the only person that I feel like, I'm like, wait a second. So I go over and I'm like. You're the only one with Pyrex vision out <laughs> yeah. of a lot of us. I'm like, Jason, you're you're drinking this guy's girlfriend's <laughs> drink and you're like, fuck, bro, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and the guy thinks it's funny. And He's his like, girl- let me guess, blue eye? And then his girlfriend comes back and thinks it's even more funny. And did you even have to, did you even buy a replacement? No. Oh, the only thing I did was make her subscribe to How Long Gone on her phone. <laughs> She's like, Death Cab for Cutie, I love those guys. Well, she, I mean, hopefully they're listening right now because what a meet cute. It was a because great. Because he, he was such a sweetheart. Like if some guy sat down in my girlfriend's seat and started drinking her drink, I'm, I'm not going to fight him, but I'm going to, there's going to be some aggression it's, happening. Yeah, you're going to scuff his common projects. At the very least. You're going to crease his Jordans. <laughs> I will say, what the what? <laughs> but he was so nice about it. He was His energy was very much like, I did not have this on my bingo card for this afternoon. 100%. And then his his female friend came over. They're not dating. Oh, they're not. They're not dating. They're just old friends. That's what they're doing coke in the afternoon then. I think they may have had a little, you know, maybe you, they've. You think he smidashed once or twice back in the day? Yeah, but it just didn't feel right, you know? Yeah, no. no like, they it. got the job done. Mm-hmm. They got to where they needed to go. Mm-hmm. But afterwards, they're like, yeah, we're better as friends. They were very funny, though. And yeah, and she sat down, and she was like, oh, you're fine, sweetheart. It's all good. It's all good. I'm like, wow, you're really, you guys are, this could not have gone any better of, like, sitting down and because stealing El- a girl's drink. Because Elmir does attract a certain kind of character, and there are a lot of them that mm. would have punched you. Yeah. You just got lucky. I know. So that set the tone. I could have got a Mastodon bro coming at me real quick. No, he, work, he works at a tattoo shop, and it ain't going too well there, and he's no, got nothing to lose. No, yeah, they're letting you pay for, for tattoos with credit cards now. I'm taking that on this tall fellow's nose today. <laughs> so that, that kicks the night off. We hop in the uh, Camry. Unfortunately, I have had to return. Well, the, really right. quick, I was, I, was, I was apologizing for oh. being absent-minded. Yes, of course. And she was like, oh, you're fine. I haven't slept in two days, so I'm, I get you. And I was like, hmm, that seems odd. Have you tried Have you tried THC, maybe mm-hmm. a CBD gummy or something before you go to bed? I'm familiar with cannabis. What, you know, nootropics, whatever, to get you across the line. And she's like, oh, no, that, that don't work. And I was like, so you need something a little stronger? Like, what's going on? And she's like, no, I have like medical grade insomnia. Mm-hmm. Like, it's real shit kind of thing. A little spliff won't do it. I'm like, so what do you want? And she's like, trazodone. <laughs> I was like, that sound, I've heard of that drug. I don't know what it does, but it sounds very strong. And she's like, yeah, it is. And then I'm like, so if you haven't slept in two days, how are you like, you're having a very alert conversation with me. You're talking to me, you know, snappy as all hell, Uh like Zane Uh Lowe level shit. Uh And she's like, oh, honey, cocaine's a hell of a drug. (laughs) 
I'm like, bitch, it's five o'clock right now. That's that's how we Sun's do it. Out. I just saw a little gun play. That's how we do it down here. It ain't nothing to get a bag belly up to the bar at four thirty five on a Friday. I felt like I was back in Orange County. No, that's right. It's different. You can't hear the surf in the background, only sirens, but it's the similar kind of vibe. Yeah. Less flip flops. Um yeah, so so we went straight from that to a Joe Rogan concert. So I'm not you know, I don't like Joe Rogan. I don't listen to Joe Rogan. I don't I've never really listened to the podcast. I've seen like clips here and there. I know he's a comedian by trade, mm-hmm. but I, I didn't I never thought about if it was good or bad. I just thought about it as something that's popular because of the pot. Like he's so popular that whatever he's going to do is also right. going to be popular. It's such a subjective art yeah. form that we yeah. don't know if he's funny or not funny, but we could tell that he's successful at it. And he's he sold money. out two nights at the Fabulous Fox Theater, which is not a joke. It's nice. It's probably 3,000 people. Yeah, three, 4,000 people. And the crowd. We can start with the crowd. <laughs> Let's start with the crowd. Dude, I saw one of them last night when I got back to the hotel yeah. last night. There was just people standing on the sidewalk, like drunk people talking to each other. And they're like, one guy just screamed to the other guy, Joe Rogan, am I right? And then they high-fived because they had seen each other at the Rogan show the night before. And they were bonding over. And these were two people that didn't have two teeth to rub together, carrying a 30-pack of Coors back to their hotel. Because the, the, so the, Nasty shit. The, the style of person at the show. I mean, the thing is, I'm, I'm kind of, I guess, not exclusively, but I'm perfectly suited to speak on the types because it's southern archetypes. Mm-hmm. So there's you're a scholar on the subject. I'm a scholar on the subject. So there's kind of like the guy that's like 32 and doing pretty well for himself could lose 15 or 20. Mm-hmm. He's dressed like okay. You know he's got like a collared shirt on. It's tucked in, but it's all in that like kind of light redneck style. Right. He he plays golf, but it's day beers. Yeah, hundred percent day beer guy. And he's got like a girlfriend who's overdressed. There's a lot of women in the building. A lot of women that were wearing like freakum dresses. To yeah. see Joe Rogan at a theater, mm-hmm. and then there's there's also there, then there was the full on like I literally came from the job site. My car hearts are dirty. I got my sunglasses sitting on the back of my neck, <laughs> like like I have drywall in my hair kind of guy. Uh-huh. I only have time to go pick up a couple tall boys on exactly. the way, drink them on the way in the car. Uh-huh. We'll make it for the second act. Kind of actually, thing. every single person there except us drank on the way there in a car that they were driving. <laughs> that's what I would say. The crowd. Mm-hmm. That's the crowd. But then there's also the like kind of upper middle class. I probably job site foreman is what we I call probably them. live thirty minutes outside the city. Like I look a little more maintained. My chick looks a little more maintained. My truck's a little more expensive. The mm-hmm. lift's a little higher. I'm the most racist. Yeah, my flannel shirt. It's, a, it's. I'm wearing my formal flannel. It's a formal flannel. It is. It's buttoned. I'm not letting any any chest show. You know, it's, it's an untuck it Brixton yeah, it's, little number. <laughs> it's, I got my untuck it with my Brixton. I get on. this one dry clean. So the the crowd was kind of what I would expect, but they were also it's it was quite friendly. There was a lot of not to us, of course, because they could tell we were the op, but they were like there was a lot of intermingling. We were the two f words in the crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the 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 seats were good. We had good seats. <laughs> yeah, they were. I don't. If I'm gonna, that's get, a, you can only you can take credit for that. I, I I'm not gonna go to something unless I have, am a VIP or I'm gonna I'm gonna pony up for the good seats. Mm-hmm. And 
I'm just I'm going into this a little bit like, oh, this will be funny, like whatever. It'll be something for us to talk about. Like I don't I don't really. It's care. not going to be no Cat Williams level stand up. It's not going to be earthquake shit. But yeah. I'll I'll sit through a couple well, hours, get some laughs. It'll be fine. Yeah, it's fine. And I have to say, buy some creatine on the way out. Exactly. Yeah, I got some CB4. That I have to say, this was one of the worst <laughs> things I have ever seen in my adult life. And I've seen. Bro, I've seen screamo bands in basements in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. I've seen sports. I've been to a lot of live events. I, we, you and I combined have probably been to more live events than most people. You just know the amount of, the, of bullshit I've seen? Just the choices that we've made in our lives have led us to spend our money and time seeing things performed live, whether it's music, comedy, sp- whatever it is. Magicians. Magicians. The performing arts in general. This Joe Rogan stand-up, the Sacred Clown Tour... <laughs> I'm not exaggerating, guy. And we left like we gave him 30 minutes. We um, we almost sat through half. We almost got through half of it. It was so deeply unfunny, in a way that like I know I say stand ups unfunny, but I can watch something on Netflix. I can usually crack a smile. Mm-hmm. You know, like oh that that's pretty good, or like oh that delivery. You know, I can find hope. You you can watch the new Nick Kroll special, get a couple chuckles out of I it. I did watch the first 20 minutes. That awful as well, but we'll get to that. And it was he had a couple good lines. It was just truly awful in a way that's like i i guess i guess what it is is that the i because he tries to talk about kind of like important subjects on his podcast and that he's known for being on the wrong side of history with every kind of Mm-hmm. everything basically mm-hmm. which i think i would agree with he is on the wrong side of history with basically everything mm-hmm. ivermectin give it a try i don't know <laughs> and but seems to work fine for me this was more of like it was like he was a 15 year old yeah 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 like there was no intent there was no attempt at it being intelligent in any way and maybe he's maybe i mean i think he's i don't think he's dumb they I were think, all pandering a little bit for yeah. the Southern crowd compared to doing a show at Madison Square Garden or sure. something. But by and large, that's his normal operating speed for his his target demo live. But it's like, it's like, it, it's it's not even like his preoccupation with gay mm. is insane because it's not it's little boozy level. Yeah, it's like not funny. But it's also not like introspective or interesting. It's just literally like duh. It's just um, it's just sort of milk toast frustration yeah. at the matter. And, yeah. and typically, as a comedian, you're like, "Here's the thing I noticed. Maybe it bothers me. Maybe it doesn't. But now I'm going to make fun out of it." Yeah. Versus like trans divers. Trans weightlift. Oh. It was just. It's just. Why like, do you care about trans divers so much, it's, bro? It's him being like the class, like Gaga. I mean, must rule, bro. You know, <laughs> I'm not homophobic at all. I think gay guys are awesome. They get to like get their dick sucked like every day. <laughs> if you ask me, I like to get dick sucked too. <laughs> it's just. <sighs> And it's just he's he's saying all these deeply and they're not even it's not even like the stuff is so offensive to me. I'm just like, this is just a swing and a miss. Well, like what it, I think it is, is he's so old and he's been doing it for so long. He's like mid fifties and he has stopped trying new things. So he's just he's stuck. So in his mind, this this material is still progressive because when he was doing this bit about 
wouldn't it be funny if I said like gay, being gay was like actually good in, yeah. like, in like 1997 yeah. when he had that epiphany of like I'm gonna flip it and be crazy subversive and this is actually gonna be kind of punk rock what I'm doing here but in 2022 it's just it's it's 35 year old logic you know it's like you like you said it felt like a 15 year old proselytizing to a crowd of 15 year olds because mentally that's where they're at it's also the or crowd emotionally more so it's also the it, it reminds me of if you go to like a like a 2000s radio band show and the crowd is all people have have not discovered new music since they were in high school yeah exact same people mm-hmm. they haven't had a, a new thought since high school yeah set in their ways it's just like but it's it's all very like i mean everybody was having a good time and i think he was I think people were liking. I mean, people were laughing. No, people were giving him standing ovations when he said, "You know what I miss? I wish I, oh, the f word, man." Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, man, we can't say the f word anymore. He said, "We that had nothing to do with gay people." <laughs> like, really, bro? It inherently has <laughs> everything to do with gay. There's no escaping that. Like yeah. whether you whether you want to say it or not, you got to admit the origin. I mean, it's not great. Like I know you could say it's a pile of sticks, but let's be real. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that's just not. We're we're all on our journey of of unlearning and progress and breaking the walls down of uh, you know all the stuff that's inside of us. And some people are further along that journey than others. We're definitely not leading that pack personally. You and I. Sure. Just because, you know, based on our age, but like he's he's so far in the back. He's so far behind and he's like, "Hey, I'm so far behind and so are most people." I mean, I think he's So th- I'm going to be your person. Well, it's just one of those things where he's tapped into something clearly and he's making millions of dollars off of this stuff because most people feel not most people, but a, a lot of people feel the same way or at least find the same things funny. Yeah, he was he was saying it was, it was weird because he it reminded me of literally like my friends in high school who would, you know, basically when you haven't had any like male bonding or you haven't had like um, emotional growth enough to call mm-hmm. your friend in high school and wish them a happy birthday or just say like happy birthday or love you, bro, or whatever it is. You couldn't do that without saying the F word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and had he, to like you had to kind of like. Happy yes. birthday, fag. Yeah, you had you, know, you had to like, like that. You couldn't show any emotion without having something like right. It was sort of your way of saying, like, if you're a straight guy, you would use the f word as a way to, you know, recognize that we're we're in a vulnerable situation, emotional situation and I need to make right sure now. You know that I know. Yes, and that was sort of like the way that straight people use that word with other straight people. And it's a thing that most people, our generation, stopped doing in high school, you know, in the teenage yeah. years. And now the current generation stops doing it when they're three or they don't even ever say but the my, F word. My... But with Rogan, he's a 55-year-old guy who is whining and complaining about not being able to call his other millionaire friend and say, and not be able to say, happy birthday, fag. It's crazy. I think that the the thing is, I wonder, I think that I think maybe that crowd and maybe I'm giving them more credit than they deserve. But I feel like there's also an element of it where this is a night where they can come together and like laugh about this stuff Mm -hmm. because they can't do that in their lives because they they know it would be detrimental. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like this guy that has like a you know like a clan meeting. Yeah, literally though. It's like I can come here, I can laugh at this shit, and everybody's like, "Oh, the podcaster Joe Rogan. Oh yeah, yeah, he's controversial. That's crazy." Mm-hmm. And all these people are definitely like Republican, like tr- you know Trump vibe for sure. Mm-hmm. But I also don't think these people actually like hate gay people or actually no. racist. That's not the vibe. No, no, no. They just <laughs> um they they probably all have people of color in their lives and gay people and trans people and their friends and family yeah. groups. They're around it. They're okay with it. They don't hate any of those people. They just haven't learned the cosmopolitan skill set of being socially normal yeah. around those people and talking about people as if they're just equally like one of us. Yeah, they're like, yeah, I know yeah. they exist, but like, I don't know yeah. how to do it. It was a very strange because it didn't seem. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I but just, also I'm saying cosmopolitan, but it's, it's it's the mirror image of if we were to go see Joe Rogan in Orange County, same shit. Everyone would look the same, dress yeah. the same, talk the same, have the same everything. I don't feel. Um, I'm glad that we went. I think I I always wrote him off as just like why do people care about this so much? Like who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. And I still say why do people give a shit because there's nothing entertaining or necessarily interesting about it all. But I do think that like hearing, hearing some bro three rows back scream, fuck Fauci a pro a, for no reason. Purely like, out of context. That wasn't being talked about. That he, wasn't, he's in- doing a bit about, you know, like rear naked chokes or like <laughs> how crazy it is. Like when a grizzly bear, have you ever seen a, how big a grizzly bear's paw is? It's so huge. It's like bigger yeah. than your head. And some guy just, just screams. you hear crickets chirping in the back of the crowd and roast 78 B. Fuck Fauci. And it was just like, I love making fun of Fauci. It's fucking hilarious. But screaming that, uh, with with no context in 2022 months after he's retired like, bro, months this, after he's appeared in this the news is like that says a lot you know mm-hmm. but i don't know if i mean i wonder but if, in his, in that person's mind he's been what, waiting to scream fuck fauci so just so that joe rogan hears it yeah he doesn't have to respond he doesn't have to say who said that come here go give him a backstage pass i want you to come do yeah, the yeah, episode yeah. with me tomorrow just so joe hears me say fuck yeah. fauci that's enough to get him from swallowing a bottle of Tylenol. Which I, don't, I think I don't even think I don't even think Joe himself would say that. That's what's funny about it no. is that like, but I I found it all to be very. It was just very interesting. I'm glad we went, but I I do think that it's like this like it's just the the lack of you can't bill that as comedy. No, I mean, well, you can't. It's. They they it was smart to bill it as oh, of comedy. course no I agree yeah no I'd agree I would agree I mean it, it it's very similar or it reminds me a lot of L Ron Hubbard and Scientology where like you know what is it about L Ron Hubbard that got him to have millions of of admirers yeah. and you know amass hundreds of millions of dollars like why do people care when everyone says he's an awful writer every one of his books is terrible. You know, it's all fake bullshit. Yeah. It's, you know, but like, what is it? But he's also like, yeah, I'm also fucking started a religion. Yeah. Know? And Joe did the same thing. Yeah. No, he did. He just has, he, he tapped into this one thing that he saw. He saw, instead of being the best stand up comedian in the world or the best podcast in the world, he saw a hole in the market. He saw an opportunity for a lot of people who were angry and pissed off who were just like him. And they needed a leader, and he he stepped in, and he is far from a good leader. He's far from a perfect leader, 
but also compared to the competition, he's number yeah, one. So he's number it. one. That's what it is. Well, and we we didn't even talk about his outfit because I, you know, <laughs> that's kind of what you guys come to how long on for. Of course, he was he came out. I, I fit check. This might have been the most the shocking panties. part. He was wearing some rock star skinnies. Okay, so at the bottom, we'll start at the bottom. He had some some like Jordans on, some Dunks or Jordans, like some like. Yeah, of, you know, some some like black and silver Jordan, you know, uptown dunks. Yeah, like regular Nikes, not for sport. Mm-hmm. And then some the pa- kind of shoes a Filipino nurse would wear, painted on. And he's, what, what's the brand of denim? Do you think? I honestly, it, it was regular, just a normal standard wash. Yeah, blue but, but jeans. I bet, it, but I bet a guy like that just because he's so rich, custom. No, I bet a stylist buys it for him, and it's definitely like some designer shit that's expensive. It honestly could have been Amiri. It could have been regular Amiri's. Rockin' Republic? Yeah, it could be regular like jeans. But it's probably like, Amiri's or something yeah, like that. Yeah, because they're like expensive, and they're like a stylist is like, here, put these on. Because they were very tight. They were, they were very, Even very tight. Even nothing to the imagination. And, and Joe's not a little guy. I mean, he's a little guy, but he's a, he's a meatball. Yeah, he's, he's not vertically impressive but horizontally he's wide body and then he was wearing this black button hung like a cashew though button down shirt that's a nick kroll reference and it's a it's a button he's wearing a button down shirt and it's like like a blouse it's blousian it was a little too long and a little too silky our seats weren't good enough to see whether or not the buttons were mother of pearl yeah but they were just about it was just the outfit Everything about it was very strange. And we were talking about this on the way home about how comedians just like, why can't a comedian just put on a t-shirt and jeans? Why does everybody have to be like, have a look mm-hmm. and it be bad? And the look is rarely what you want it to be. I, honestly, for a special, I kind of want you to look a little schlubby. Agreed. Like Aziz didn't have to wear that weird beanie. Well, and that beanie was probably Elder Statesman, set him back 900, but you yeah, know, he's not above that. I'm rich. Yeah, I mean, I think that Every comedian feels like I got to be wearing shoes that are brand new when I go out on stage. It's good. Well, there's a problem in the comedy world where you ain't Cedric the Entertainer, bro. There's a there's a sneakerhead crossover. Mm-hmm. I watched that Paul Verzi. I listened to Paul Verzi and something. He's all he's talking about is how he buys three Jordans every time he leaves the house. And his like wife's mad at him. Mm-hmm. Canceled Delia Yeezys. Fucking Joe Rogan's wearing fucking Jordan ones. Uh-huh. Like it's very strange. It makes sense. You have disposable income, yes, yeah, and you have the mental and emotional growth of a nineteen-year-old. Yeah, it's true. Let's that's, go. That's a good point. But I, I, I mean, the we didn't even go do anything after Rogan because we were so spun out. Yeah, I, I mean, needed time the, to the process. size of his head was so large too. Yeah, I mean, it, it, he looked when when he had the he had the blouse and the blouse was pretty big cuz he's a buff guy. Yeah, his chest is he's wide. So he's wearing a shirt like his shirt size is probably the same as I yeah, yeah, yeah. as I wear. And yeah. his in his you know like if I'm wearing like a 34 38 jean, he's wearing you know, he's wearing a 34 24 mm-hmm. jean, you know. <laughs> Like Rogan he, had on he, the thirty four twenty four seven for all mankind. I don't know if Eminem does black and, and orange colors for Halloween, but he looked like a black Eminem. Yeah, he did. Black on top, skinny little legs, big head. You're right. He, he looked like um. He looked like an Eminem. Like Aretha Franklin just came off stage, and I could finally untuck this shirt, y'all. <laughs> no, the shirt was hitting the knee. But when you wear when you wear the skinny painted on jeans, and then you have this huge barrel chest. 
it creates a lot of distance in between the ch- the in the stomach area and down. There's it's almost like a sheet, like a ghost sheet. So there's so much. It's it, the proportions of his body are so bad that he had to become a comedian, or else he was never gonna. <laughs> it was never gonna happen for him. You're right. You're right. I just I don't know, man. I, in the, I'm in the opener. Hans Kim, who is one of the most racist comedians i've ever seen in my life but he is asian so he can he, he but can your say theory things. is your theory is that rogan has, has him open because he knows his crowd will like it and he can get away with it because he's asian look when you when you're when you're the godfather you have your foot soldiers you have your capos you have your shooters i, I have you know every rapper has i got my little shooters they're 16 year old 19 year old kids they have nothing to lose all they want to do is be me when they grow up, mm-hmm. and they will do anything I want them to do, even some dirty work. Mm-hmm. I need you to go take care of something. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, I am I have $700 billion. I'm constantly being canceled. The news talks about me every day. I'm, my career is hanging on. It's not hanging on by a thread, but you know, I'm, I'm flirting with cancellation on a daily basis. I can't say the things that I think feel inside of my head i can't say the locker room talk that i say around my friends publicly so i'm going to hire a person of color who has no problem saying some crazy shit because my audience you know it's like it's like the tiger cage i'm going to be feeding them some pretty good you know ham sandwich slices some deli meat but they really want that raw steak but i just don't know if that I wonder if that guy, what's his name again? Hans Kim. <laughs> okay, if Hans, that sounds German. He was Asian, though. I saw him. If if Hans... Hans does sound German and Kim does sound Asian. If Hans is, like, do you think his material is different? I when- think anyone who opens for Rogan, you, you have to change your material. And I think it's sort of understood and that that's how it's going to be kind of thing. And it's a it's the cost of doing business. If you want to come on this show and open for me in front of this crowd, you're going to have to adjust some of your material. And yeah. you, you don't have to change your act, but like, let's say you got a hundred jokes in your arsenal. You know, these ten that you don't really do in Venice Beach and Highland Park, and, those are going to kill. And Gowanus, yeah, let's pull those in. pull those out for when we're doing Albuquerque on a Monday yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, you know, no one's, your normal fans aren't going to hear you say a few, mm, yeah. you know, kind of things. Yeah, it was worse than I could have ever imagined. <laughs> so deeply unfunny. Yeah, the, it, it is a trend that I think is going to become a lot more popular where the powerful, powerful, rich whitey is going to employ minorities, people of color, gay people, trans people, whatever, you know. Anyone who's not a straight white person, they're going to employ these people and they're going to do, they're going to say the things that they can't say. And I mean, it's not a bad idea. Whoever is paying Tim Dillon, you know, Tim Dillon is the same thing. You know, he's the perfect like, hey, I'm gay. I can say all this insane shit. I'm gay and I'm fat. And I'm funny. Very. You know, like, hey, I'm funny. You're going to chuckle. I'm going to say some shit that most people can't get away with because I'm, because I'm not a straight white guy i just and I i'm know. gonna do the dirty work i don't know man I, I i've had a look i've had a tough weekend i've learned so much about just general sociology and and just how 
large swaths of the world operate. It's it's good to get out of our our bubble. No, it was it was. I mean, eye opening. I went to a fucking football game today. I've been on a real. I've been on a real tear uh, <laughs> in the in the ah! in the south. But I I think that the um, how did my Falcons do? By the way, they won. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, I, so I, today yeah, anyone can beat Cleveland, right? I'm so just kidding, I have no idea. So about today, during uh, during another beautiful afternoon here, hmm. my friend Larry, uh, who who works at at Mercedes Benz, he's a creative director, the new stadium. Oh wow! He was like, "You want tickets to anything?" I was like, "Yeah, sure, I'll take my dad to see the the, the Falcons game." He's like, "All right, cool." Two days later, I get the Ticketmaster. I can do anything but Bad Bunny. I got a ticket. Yeah, literally, he's like, Elton John's going to be tough, but you want to see some MLS? I got you, bro. But he sends me the tickets because this is new stadium. It's very nice. He sends me the tickets immediately. And then yesterday or two days ago, he texted me. He's like, why don't you guys come early? Come on the field. You know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, am I? Okay. Am I running some? You need me to run a pattern or like, what am I? Am I just <laughs> am I hanging out? And he's like, no, no, you're just hanging out. You don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to suit up. You know what I mean? You don't have to do any Instagram story posts. Yeah. I don't have to do any Instagram story posts. I don't have to get take any hits. We have, of course, we have to give a shout out. Um, yeah, just go to AtlantaFalcons.com. <laughs> use a promo code GONE at checkout if you want to buy the football team. If you want to get if you want to get your name on the back of the jersey, you will get 20% <laughs> off if you use GONE at checkout. But yeah, so we, I take my dad and Larry. First of all, Larry meets us at the entrance to the stadium Full Tom Brown suit oh, okay. for game day. He escorts us. He hands us these passes, escorts us directly onto the field, and we watch the the warm ups. And I gotta <laughs> say, pretty sick. Yeah, you probably like the warm ups more than the game. Well, I was I was taking notes on some stretches and stuff that I was interested in. Because there's true. a lot of downtime in the game. Yeah, I mean, you know, when you watch a football game on TV, which I obviously do, you know, for ten hours every Sunday. Mm-hmm. The you know they. they you're watching the commercials. It just flies by, you know. Uh, y'all actually kind of like the commercials sometimes. Yeah, I like the commercials. I'm kind of an ad guy. so. But then when you're at the game, it's every five seconds is a TV break where they pull out some fucking budget dancers. They got some fundraiser going on. today. This is not an exaggeration. Today, <laughs> <laughs> there's a video, like a pre-tape mm-hmm. of this guy, and his face looks fucking crazy, you know. He's like, I'm a Marine. Full beat? Not full beat. Okay. I'm a Marine. I got I've survived cancer seven times. My face got blown off. And, you know, he takes out half of his mouth. No, it's crazy. He looks crazy. It's like really a crazy story. Okay. And my, I'm watching and I'm like You oh. lost some shit in Fallujah. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, yeah, bro. Sorry. You know, that sucks. And then he's like, but you know what? When I woke up from my last surgery, I decided <laughs> Not to, sure why I'm laughing. To dedicate my life to the national anthem i've never sung i'd never sung a day in my life i woke up and i felt compelled to be the best i could be at singing the national anthem of this country wow and i'm like all right dude that's weird but yeah (laughs) like that's a really weird thing like okay dude i mean i know you're marine but like jesus Mm -hmm. so then then they're like of all the things to devote and, then, to. and then they're like yeah a song it's not even like it's not even like a, a cure song and then he so he, then he gets he, he he goes then they're like and today to do bohemian me. rhapsody yeah we all know that we on. all know the anthem it's like and today singing the national anthem this motherfucker comes down bro this guy sounds like a dying mouse, bro. This guy can't sing for shit. A little pitchy. 
I'm just like, bro, this is crazy. Like, just because it's like if I was like, you know what? I woke up yesterday. I dedicated my life to basketball. I'm going to be the best basketball player I can be. And they put me out Mm one-on-one versus LeBron. And he he dunked. Break both your ankles, quite literally. It's just like you can't just say, like, just because you've been through some shit doesn't mean you can just say, "I'm." Gonna, it's crazy. Like, why would you want to be bad at something just because you did So you said, big bro, we ain't going to give you a pass. Big bro. No, fuck no. Nobody gets a pass, bro. Get a Dell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear these losers. And they have some loser from like, I don't know, some like, you know, America's Got Talent runner up from Austell came down. She sang mm-hmm. a cover. She sounded pretty good, to be honest. So, So he had the energy of, regardless of the fact that Half of his fla- face had been removed by uh, shrapnel. IED. Uh, yeah. What's it called? Yeah. IUD. Uh, no, not that. Not that. Whether or not he had all of his face and faculties, he would have been a terrible singer. W- well, he regardless. said that himself. He was basically like, I had never sang a day in my life. I woke up at 55 years old and decided I was going to sing. He and- didn't go to school. Everyone learns the national anthem in school, especially no, as somebody his age. No, no. I don't think it's about learning the words to the national anthem. I think he's, his point was. He didn't invent it. He's trying to perfect it. His No, no. His point was the song is so powerful mm-hmm. and so moving. It doesn't matter what you sound like. For those 90 seconds, it, it brings everyone to... I'm like, bro, have you ever been to any state besides Georgia? No one gives a shit about the national anthem. Bro, it's it's called Lana Del Rey. Pick any song. <laughs> yeah, you ever heard... Yeah, you, so you haven't heard Lady Gaga, Even really? Even High by the Beach is more moving <laughs> than that. But it was just like this... I was just like looking around and everybody's like standing up like, wow. Mm-hmm. I'm like... So you guys are just going to pretend like this guy doesn't sound like absolute shit. <laughs> yes, like I'm not saying yes, his, we are. I'm not saying his story isn't insane and like that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like I, I get all of that. I mean, basically, what it was was a Chappelle show skit 100%. without the without the laugh track. I was like, I gotta. I would rather. I, I don't know, man. It's like so you're like I'm not the only one here who feels like they're taking. I mean, crazy I, 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 like standing up for the national anthem funny. is loser shit. First of all, but I felt pressure. <sighs> Damn, I don't remember the last time I stood up for a national anthem. Like I didn't want, I didn't want the guy. There are two guys. Not to get on my De La Roca shit. Two guys. There are two guys behind me, behind my dad and I, Mm -hmm. that both had. I don't even know if he knows this. Both had like full Scott from Anthrax goatees uh-huh and they they weren't so t- for our listeners at home that's a that's a beard a goatee beard that's maybe two feet long it could hit the belly button depending on height this this oh, wow these guys didn't know each other and they literally were like oh. beard bro i saw it happen i saw them like exchange a knowing glance of like damn do you use perp plus on that too bro <laughs> it was crazy what do you do about flyaways but there's a lot of there's also a lot of because it was, it was it was Falcons versus Browns. So there's a lot of Browns fans in the building. Makes me sick to my stomach. And there's apparently a guy on the Browns named Chubb. C H U B B. Last name or first name? Last name. He's like, a, like the bank. Chubb. Yeah. Not like like Drake's homie, but without an S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's a bank called Chubb with two Bs. The point of They're this is the, the point of this of is the, the guy next to me and his chick who are eating raw hot dogs, like no no sauce and just bun. I'm like dry, a dry hot dog. His shirt said <laughs> Chub Hub like Pornhub. <laughs> what? Yeah. He said I'm Chub Hub. <laughs> and he had a shirt made? No, no, I think this is a thing that the the Browns fans do. Oh. To support Chub. Okay, okay. So I was I was hoping that this was a one of one 
he had this idea, but this is a thing. So that's like when I saw the only Rams sticker for, for Dodge Ram owners. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, yes. Damn, Chub Hub. Chub Hub was sitting next to me. He had a nice sleeve. Mm-hmm. Nice sleeve. You know what? A lot of guys at sporting events, tattoos with the Apple Watch. What do you mean with the Apple Watch? You got, you got like a half sleeve. You got the Apple Watch. You got the black rubber wedding ring. That's the Southern special right there. And then if, if you may or may not have a leg sleeve, and it oh, will yeah. be... A lovely portrait setting of of a largemouth bass being pulled out of the water, brother South, or something involving Star Wars. The South is just absolutely crazy. I've done too much Southern stuff this weekend. I need to detail. I might have to. I might have to fly to New York just for twenty four hours to like. Bro, me and your chick ate ribs and Frito (laughs) pie today. That, but you like that. Golly, yeah, Jason. Jason and Al went to. um, Jason and Al went to Fox Brothers Barbecue today. Get you some and. I had to do my classic passive aggressive move where uh, nobody nobody was talking to us or taking our order when, when you asked the server if you order at the front. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to do it, but it had to be done. Do you think that was because they could tell they were dealing with some city folk? There's a little bit of that. It was, I think they, they said that they were in the middle of a shift change, but I think that's a lord of horse. Yeah, this is like when I called Enterprise and they didn't answer, and then I went there and they're like, oh, we can't do that today. And I was like, well, I tried to call and they're like, well, we were busy. I'm like, bitch, what? I, I'm sure you were. You still got to answer the phone. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've, I've honestly, I like that I've been in the South and I haven't had really anything to do. Mm-hmm. and and to just kind of do nothing is nice it's nice i mean look man this time of year it's there's the the nice houses and the nice neighborhoods here are so perfect i know and they're so much cheaper mm-hmm. I know. but you gotta live you gotta live here i you yeah, look i couldn't do it of course um but i get i get it i, I mean i could but maybe not year round oh you're a you're a fall in atlanta guy i could summer and fall in atlanta summer is brutal you don't want a summer i like brutal not you don't understand it, bro. You ain't built like this. Ooh, okay, you're not, dude. What is it gonna hit? One thirty? You're a, you're. A, <laughs> it's gonna be one hundred thirty degrees no, today. No, but it's gonna be a hundred and humid, which is worse. I don't give a fuck. You ain't ready for humidity, bro. My taint already coming stank <laughs> off the lot. Driving off the lot. We're already moist. Speaking of driving off the lot, Ooh. big TJ. Um, thanks to my generosity of kind of employing him at this podcast, was able to purchase a new car. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> I'm the one who has access to the Stripe account. That, no, you're right. Thanks to Jason's. Um, I just want all you influencers listening to know that one day you could buy your own car, too, if you do that right. <laughs> if you kind of stick to it and you like really give it your all. This is not the first car I've had. Yeah, but it's the first nice car you had. I guess so, yeah. I mean, when I met you, what did you have? The Prius? Prius, yeah, but I mean that was that was in the heyday of Los Angeles when Larry David drove a Prius, so you could. Oh, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying this car is nicer. I guess maybe I was projecting to my life partner who who would say you're an f word if you drive a fucking Prius. <laughs> I mean, I like a Prius, but I mean, I, I did don't... too. You get a black back in 2008. You got a black Prius in Los Angeles. You're and you're white, you could do anything you want. You're good. You could I could be blacked out drunk driving down the freeway and it and I will just be the fourteenth black Prius yeah, that's that's, ba- that's driving poorly. But then there was that dark period where you didn't have a car because you thought it was cheaper to lift everywhere. Well, no, that was when 
I was super into cycling. Okay. And I and I worked from home. I didn't have a commute. You didn't work from home. You were a bike messenger, so you had to meet up. I was at never a bike messenger. At different public squares with your other messengers. I was at the time when the only time I went out to, you know, at night was to go DJ or like go out drinking and so I would have taken anyway. I would have taken an Uber anyway. Yeah, I would have quote unquote taken an Uber anyway. That's for sure. I'm sure it is. What? It's true. Bitch, you're on Mario Kart time. You're uh, you're gone off the cranberry and vodka still driving. Don't act like that. I I I don't like to I I don't like to, but I have done it before. It's something that I really uh, adamantly avoided for a long time. Like I went I think I had like some kind of scare, but I went years without ever driving drunk. I had some scares too. Of course, now I'm back. <laughs> Welcome home, brother. Just this afternoon. So, so my point is that you, the truck is retired, and we are entering into a new phase of TJ. E class TJ. E class TJ is pulling up in the navy blue with the mocha brown leather espresso brown espresso. I apologize because I don't put milk in mine, so it's <laughs> it's a little lighter, but mm-hmm. we don't need to get into that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get to barista talk. It's as today. dark of a brown as you can get for for interior leather on the bends, I think. And this does it have a moonroof? It does have a moonroof. Okay, and it has Apple CarPlay. It does have Apple CarPlay. Okay. Good to go. How big's the trunk? Uh, it's it's a standard size trunk. It's not bad. Okay. Our seats fold down, you know, we can fit the skis in there perfect because i was wondering what we're gonna do on this trip you know we got the nice it has all the shit that you want you know big ass display and what are the drives fast what are the shoes looking like they're the rims look good (laughs) they're not they have some nice nice tires on them are the tires low profile regular tires they're a little low profile but they're not the they're not the normal janky benz wheels somebody had upgraded the previous owner had upgraded no they're still mercedes benz wheels but they just happen to look I don't know. There's something about. Here, I'll show you a photo of them. They they look a little nicer than. Oh, some they do look a little nicer. Like I feel like spokes. that's the. I feel like that's the upgrade of the the like that's like the stock upgrade, mm-hmm. which is a nice choice because you don't want to look like too flashy. And now, mm-hmm. I heard from a good a, leg room too. I heard from a mutual friend of ours that the windows are not tinted. Is that <laughs> something you kind of plan to change, or are you keeping it? I think I might tint up. I mean, I live in Glendale. Like people are all. Everyone was like, "Oh, are you are you stoked that now you're finally going to be able to fit in in Glendale driving a Benz?" And uh-huh. I was like, "Not until I get these windows tinted and I start smoking with all the windows rolled up, <laughs> okay. will I ever fully be respected by my." So comrade, you're a pussy in, in, until you smoke Paul Malls the windows up, and you're you got the point five tint. Yeah. So four in four in the morning on Friday. <laughs> We have our we have our driver Vic. If anyone needs a, a driver in Los Angeles, send me a DM. Uh, but he's the man. But he lives in Glendale. He's he's basically built like Joe Rogan. He's a full. He's killed many. Mm-hmm. He's the biggest boss of all time. We love this guy. Straight shooter. Every once in a while, he picks me up and he forgets to turn the music down and he listens to '90s house. Mm-hmm. Like that C, made like CNC music. Nothing Factory endeared shit. him more to you than knowing that that's what he listens to in his in his free time. Yeah, my it endeared when he told me his sister was a doctor, and I was like, "What happened to you?" He didn't. <laughs> what, is it, what happened to me? I love to dance. I just love to dance. I lost years in Berlin. <laughs> <laughs> I prioritize dance where I shouldn't have. No, but so it's four in the morning on Friday. Sun ain't even out yet. I'm still wiping wiping the gunk out of the sleepies out of my eyes. Uh-huh. I'm wheeling my plastic Rimova, which is never going to biodegrade. I just learned today. 
to the curb and you know mr jason here you go blah 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 i'm like hey vig because <laughs> you think you're talking to a fellow auto enthusiast he, he has multiple cars this is a guy who's probably purchased and sold hundreds of cars in his lifetime he owns benz's navigators escalades mm-hmm. lexi mm-hmm. beamers you name it he's he's bought it owned it sold it stolen it mm-hmm. re- removed a dead body from it Chopped you, you name at least it. one or two yeah and his, his his car was parked right in front of mine it was dark you know you can't see the full the full thing I, he didn't ask to see any photos on my phone or anything but i was like yeah take a you know, take a look man. got a new, new mr jason got a new whip got a new new car just got it yesterday and what else? do you think Vic? and he and he looks at it and he gives it a half of a second you know he looks at you know when like a little kid is like i drew you a picture and it's like two lines and crayon and a piece of paper and you're like oh it's good man. he gave me that look and the f- the only thing he said the first thing and last thing out of his mouth is no tint <laughs> and then i'm like vic i i I've had I've owned this car for seven hours. I I haven't had a chance to tint it yet. Yeah. And he's like, I'll give you a number. <laughs> it was it it was like it had the energy of like like my big fat Greek wedding. Mm-hmm. Or like you you tell the grandpa or the grandma like, hey, blah blah blah. And they're like, No, this. And you're like, Okay. So he he he's happy for you, but he's also maybe a little bit disappointed in you. Uh. The fact that you would drive it off the lot with no tent says something about you as a man. That's just crazy, bro. Yeah, that's but crazy. He, but he knows that I'm a friend, and he will give me the phone number of uh, a tent artist in my neighborhood, uh-huh. and he has let me know that he is, in fact, very good. So I feel, <laughs> I feel excited well, about it. Well, my question is, if you're going to get it tinted, I, I'm kind of, just because maybe I'm I'm home right now, I'm in, I'm in the ATL, you know, in high school, it was very popular to have kind of the sun strip on the front go very deep because you're you're riding no no the the hard line like oh. like like when I go to the wrong barber and mm. so you're kind of you're kind of on tilt you're so bent back you're so bent back and you're seeing underneath it but I think we could maybe get a nice gone mm. kind of insignia there. Just to really kind well, of get vandalized. Well, the, no, I don't think. I, don't, I think. I think the car is blue. I, I'm oh. just seeing a green kind of insignia on the black sunstrip. Okay, so it's low profile, laser cut. Of course, no. This is only the finest. I, I would have someone design it for you. It's it's very uh, whatever the opposite of invasive is. Exactly. No, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is this is <laughs> this is topical surgery. This is a topical local. This we is don't local. even need to put you under. No, you're not going under 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 for this. But it's just something to think about. I'll give you some numbing cream if you want, but honestly, you won't. How we'll much? Be is, in and I don't out. even know how much window tinting costs because I'm so not interested in it. I mean, it's probably gonna be like eight hundred bucks. Yeah. You know, five five between five and a grand, probably something like that. I've never had tinted windows in my life. In fact, I would have it removed. That's crazy, bro. I hate it. No, because I mean, you always say you gotta see me coming. Exactly. Uh, but we're not all young, Dro, Chris. Well, I mean, I just think that if I'm if I'm gonna have the Patek on and it's gonna be shining like that, mm-hmm. I want you. Uh, I need you to see it. Yeah, because how else are they going to home invasion you? <laughs> home invasion me? Don't but home it, invasion. It's weird because I I spent my whole life, you know, my my modest upbringings, mm-hmm. the thought of paying somebody to tint one's windows was an expense that i didn't even ever think was within my bounds you're welcome bro and then i met (laughs) 
my no, not you. You're anti-tent. Fuck you. I met my chick, her family, my driver, and everyone is just like, yeah, every single car, tint the windows, all the windows, always. But is there any reason? What's wrong with the you? only reason people do it is because they think it looks good. It, it doesn't. It, there's no other purpose for it. It keeps yeah. the car cooler. All right, bro. Yeah, it's it's purely cosmetic, I think. But also, I mean, I don't fucking know. Like, well, like who cares? Like, no. Like, I'm sure my fiance's dad is not like like nobody's checking for him at the red light. Like, what that what that guy up to? I think it's more like it. I think people justify it like it keeps it cool. It'll, it'll protect the leather seats. It'll allow you to move in silence. I think it's a self like confidence. <laughs> I think it's a self confidence thing where I've never had enough self confidence to think I am so hot that I need to tint my windows. You're not still. I know, I know. And then it's like when you go to the gym, and usually the hottest person at the gym is wearing a hat pulled all the way down, mm-hmm. big sunglasses. You know, you're you're covering your face as much as possible. You're tinting your your yeah, face, yeah, because you're like, oh. If the world saw this, I'd be hounded. I wouldn't be able to walk two it's steps. Not, it's just not worth it. It's just not worth it. So <laughs> I have to live in this cloak of secrecy. Well, Same vibe. And I've never been there. I'm 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 kind of wondering what you're actually going to do. I feel like you're not going to tent. I'm going to tent. It's not at the top of my to-do list. I got to get to those rain gutters first and <laughs> clear you know this dishes ain't going to do themselves, but yeah, I'll I mean that's why that's why I have my life partner in my life. To, I mean I wouldn't have bought this car if it wasn't for her being like, let's go check out this car. You should have this car, you know. Like I would have been like, yeah, I'll, I'll get it one day, but like I don't care. Yes, women push us. That's true. Partners push us, and us stubborn Virgos, we need a pushing. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, we should talk about some uh, news. We got some news. Okay. What about, kind of news we got? About How Long Gone Live. Okay, How Long Gone Live announcements. Coming to you very soon. Um, so our first show. 1019. At uh, the Troubadour. October 19th, West Hollywood Troubadour with Joe Mandy is sold out. Uh, but the announcements are uh, as follows. Uh, October 20th, Highland Park at the Lodge Room. We do have friend of the show, John Early, joining us. Mm-hmm. So go get those tickets now. He's um, Look, he's funnier than Jason. He's probably funnier than me um so it's it's just gonna it's gonna be a great night over there in uh hell and, and he's only one guest so far there, who knows who's gonna come with john who knows who else i'll be able to pull out of my back pocket but also um for the lodge room show since i think that's a friday right like, uh, yeah it's it like is. thursday for a troubadour friday yeah, yeah. so friday since we all have no work or school the next day I think maybe uh, hopefully upstairs there's like mm-hmm. a little bar club area and we'll do uh, a them jeans and friends DJ set yeah, br- after a party. Yeah, bring your bring your USB sticks uh, and then bring your USB sticks. So yeah, so you get a, a full evening of entertainment for you get to see John Early, them jeans, Jason Stewart, and you see <laughs> Black. Wow, you get okay. all that stuff and so you 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 show up at what seven o'clock. You have some gear. You you rub some free soft soap, <laughs> scrubbing bars on your body, and there's there's all kinds of cool product. Sorry, soft services, not soft soap. Well, soft soap is a. I understand the confusion. They're another sponsor as well. But yeah, you, you're gonna have all these free goodies and cool things, and then you get comedy 
and you have laughs, and then you dance until the two in the morning. I won't be there till two in the morning. Neither will Somebody you. We have an early. Me. We have an early flight to catch to Tampa the next day. Yeah, we'll see about that. Uh, Ten twenty-eight. Uh, New York, New York. The Bowery Ballroom. We are being joined by CNN. This the, is a culinary event. The guys. face of CNN, Allison Roman, uh, a, a how long gone favorite and a favorite of white listeners everywhere, is going to be joining us at the Bowery Ballroom. Uh, mm-hmm. So get those tickets, and then obviously this is th- going to be chef-driven live podcasting. We can't bring Roman out on stage and not get to slicing, chopping, mm-hmm. sniffing. I will be marinating. I will be sous viding. I will be broasting your ass. And and finally, uh, Brooklyn, New York, Music Hall, Williamsburg on November the fourth. Still working that one out, so stay tuned. Uh, but mm-hmm. you know, uh, those tickets are selling well. All the tickets are selling well. Make sure you get them now. Those are the guests as we see it. Our merch designs are locked. Those will be coming to you at all of these shows. We're also going to put a few little teasers uh online for sale in the next couple weeks before before we hit the road um if everything goes as planned Um, yeah we have some merch design from jason stewart (laughs) ben edgar sam jane all all kinds of cool stuff all of your favorites but yeah um great great uh week of podcasts like last week with zane lowe and uh, phoenix if you missed those go check them out and if you are here because of those you probably won't listen to this again um yeah those both of those pods are really good great pods and then next week we've got we, we took two people that were bad at podcasting and made great <laughs> episodes out of them jason is a motherfucking surgeon next week we're crossing the pond actually i think for both for both episodes which is mm. which is you know my favorite thing um as an anglophile a certified legend on tuesday that if you know you know type beat but he's gonna mm. have stories for us Banging. All right. Well, thank you guys. And thank you for the Hotel Claremont for letting me crash over here for the last few days. You guys rock. Thanks for giving me a bottle of Casamigos that I've been drinking uh-huh. a little bit. Uh-huh. And now I'm going to go uh, over to Mima and Peepaw's house and give the rest of this Casamigos to your old daddy. Um, and yeah, thank you to uh, the Atlanta Falcons, uh, Larry Book, uh, Mercedes Benz Arena, of course. Um, and also, no thanks to Joe Rogan for being the least funny person I've ever paid money to see live. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you next week. I smashed the scrubber in the hotel with my chains on. I'm playing with a kitty with my BBS rings on. Shouted, saving hoes. Told that boy, put his cape on. My partner down the road, I'm talking to him on Tango. I put that bitch in a Porsche skirt. I bought that bitch in New York. I'm scraping the bow with the fork skirt. Scraping the bow with the fork skirt. I'm fucking that bitch in my pants. I pull up and shoot at your man. You still, I'ma cut off your hands. Independent, I don't need no advance.